KPBS On Demand is supported by the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego, offering visitors to the La Jolla campus special exhibitions, collection galleries, coastal vistas, seaside dining, and more. MCASD.org. Good morning. I'm Annika Colbert. It's Thursday, August 5th. The mayor's back to work, San Diego. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. San Diego County passed two different pandemic milestones on Wednesday. Two million residents are now vaccinated. At the same time, the county surpassed 300,000 total COVID-19 cases. More than 1,200 new cases were reported on Tuesday and more than 900 on Wednesday. Meanwhile, Grossmont Healthcare District has been hosting a family end of summer palooza since Tuesday in La Mesa. The event includes face painting, story time, take home crafts, a food drive, and free vaccine shots for children 12 and older. Erica Salcuni is the Director of Programs and Outreach at Grossmont. The best way to strengthen our community's defense against this virus and get back to normal is to get vaccinated. We can get folks educated on what's out there for them in the health and social space and have a little bit of fun with them too, which is why we have face painting and balloon animals here as well. The family end of summer palooza continues today at Briarcrest Park in La Mesa. An excessive heat warning issued by the National Weather Service is still in effect today for San Diego's deserts. Highs are expected up to 118, with winds up to 25 miles per hour. For the San Diego valleys, there's still a heat advisory effective through tonight, with highs up to the upper 90s. It's expected to cool down a bit by the weekend. In the meantime, stay in the air conditioning and out of the sun. Drink plenty of water and don't leave children or pets unattended. From KPBS, you're listening to to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by Arizona Raft Adventures, a third-generation family-owned outfitter providing experiential multi-day Colorado River rafting adventures through the Grand Canyon. Hiking, exploration, education, and fun. Only a seven-hour drive from San Diego. Learn more at azraft.com. Some much-needed COVID-19 relief money is coming to small businesses in the county. It's part of Mayor Todd Gloria's goal to get businesses back on track and people back to work. KPBS's Alexandra Ronhell has more from a business owner in North Park who says a financial lifeline is very much needed. Now, even though it may be from the 1950s. Gail Higgins, the owner of the Girl Can't Help It, specializes in vintage clothing. Her store has been a labor of love, fueled by her passion for vintage fashion. But lately, it's been more labor with little reward as pandemic hurdles grow higher. So I was looking into bankruptcy, into closure, into storage units, into whatever I thought may be the next step. Mayor Gloria's new plan, Back to Work SD, was recently approved by City Council. $10 million will go toward helping nonprofits and small businesses recover from the pandemic's economic impacts. Higgins says it's the help that business owners need right now. I think that if we receive more help, it will take away some of the anxiety of, is this going to change again? 
you know, with numbers going up again, with wear a mask, don't wear a mask, vaccinated, not vaccinated. Angela Landsberg, the executive director of North Park Main Street, says a lot of businesses are still struggling. She says some businesses that took out loans to prevent closure are already being asked to pay that money back. Businesses that need help will be able to apply for the grant money through the San Diego Foundation starting next week. And that was KPBS's Alexandra Ronhell. Restaurants in the North County are reopening bit by bit, and it's driving the region's economic recovery. KPBS's Alexander Wynn has more. It's lunchtime in downtown Oceanside, and customers are lining up at Nyagi, a so-called pop-up restaurant. Soon, the space will become Matsu, a new restaurant in North County. More than a dozen new restaurants have opened in Oceanside since the pandemic. The city is a microcosm of a larger trend in North County. For me, it presented the opportunity to finally branch out on my own, um, almost at a fraction of the cost because there was so much availability. William Ike is the owner of Nayagi and Matsu. The restaurant is slated to open next month. Another new restaurant, Carte Blanche, is also hopping on the trend of innovative dining experiences. Owner Brandon Ross says it's exciting to see. There's just a lot of great, great concepts, a lot of culinary forward concepts, and we um, wanted to kind of join in that, in that community. The San Diego North Economic Development Council CEO Eric Bruvalt says the trend of new restaurants openings is driving economic gains in the region. It's recovering nicely now that we've got folks that are investing not only in restaurants, but in hospitality and new hotels. Michelle Geller agrees. She's the development manager for the city of Oceanside. So we're definitely seeing more entrepreneurs up here, more, um, you know, businesses in the startup space coming to North County. The North San Diego Business Chamber says it expects growth to continue as the region emerges from the pandemic. And that reporting from KPBS's Alexander Wynn. Investigators released new details about the sailor who they believe caused the fire that destroyed the USS Bonham Richard in July of 2020. KPBS military reporter Steve Walsh says the documents reveal a name and a possible motive. Documents unsealed this week show 20-year-old seaman apprentice Ryan Sawyer Mays had tried to become a Navy SEAL, but he quit five days after entering SEAL basic training in Coronado. A witness told investigators Mays hated the Navy. Former ATF fire investigator Bob Shaw says, It's all circumstantial. Now you get a lot of circumstantial case, sooner or later you're able to prove it. His former girlfriend described him as bipolar. During the investigation, one bottle that had been tagged as evidence was missing at the scene. I mean, it seems like somebody intentionally tampered with it because the, the, the flagging tape was around the bottle. They found the flagging tape, but the bottle was gone. Mays is in custody. He is expected to stand trial in military court in San Diego. And that was KPBS military reporter Steve Walsh. Coming up on the podcast. So exotic animal trades suck into drugs and weapons and human trafficking in our country. Uh, these animals are used, abused, and bred for nothing more than profit. There's a major effort underway in the U.S. to shut down the multi-billion dollar trade in exotic animals like lions, tigers, and leopards. Some of these big cats wind up in sanctuaries like one right here in San Diego. We'll have that story next, just after the break. 
KPBS On Demand is supported by the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego, offering visitors to the La Jolla campus special exhibitions, collection galleries, coastal vistas, seaside dining, and more. MCASD.org. There's a major effort underway in the U.S. to shut down the multi-billion dollar trade in exotic animals like lions, tigers, and leopards. Some of these big cats wind up in sanctuaries like one right here in San Diego County. KPBS's John Carroll takes us there. Set among the rolling hills of San Diego County's backcountry, just a few miles outside of Alpine, a menagerie, 93 acres of sanctuary, and a name lions, tigers, and bears, a home for rescued animals. So exotic animal trade suck into drugs and weapons and human trafficking in our country. Uh, these animals are used, abused, and bred for nothing more than profit. It's Nola! Come on, Nola! Bobby Brink is the founder and director of Lions, Tigers, and Bears. Home to dozens of animals, not just the ones in the title, Bobcats, goats, a llama, along with some horses and birds live here too. It is accredited by the American Sanctuary Association and that's important. The true sanctuary rescues, provides a lifetime home, does not breed, sell, or trade animals. Videographer Mike Damron and I were here last Thursday, International Tiger Day. At least 10,000 tigers are kept in captivity as pets. People begin their time here watching a video explaining how the animals they're about to see got here. But this being International Tiger Day, there was something special. Treats hidden in cardboard creations, raw meat for Nola and Mocha. It costs either 43 or $46 for adults depending on the day and $26 for children for a day's visit. The 15,000 yearly visitors help pay the bills. It's about $15,000 a year to feed just one cat. And then, our, of course, our biggest expenses are building these vast habitats, insurance, pumping the water, electricity, uh, keeper, keeper salary. All these animals got to have someone to take care of them daily. So, yeah, it's not cheap. About $2 million a year to take care of 65 animals. So while visitors help with daily expenses, we do survive on donations. Donations that help pay for big costs, like the rehabilitation of the animals. A lot of them are in bad shape when they arrive. The life these bears lived before getting here is stomach-turning. Baloo behind me is a perfect example of what we call pit bears. So they're literally in cinder block pits where the bears can't see out, kept in breeding pairs, and then when the babies are born, they pull the babies about eight days, six, eight days. Um, from the mama. They take them up top where the mama can hear and smell them but can't see them for people to get their picture taken. Do you still get angry at your fellow human beings? I have to control my temper a lot because you can't lose your temper or we lose. And we want to get the animals out of there and sometimes this can take like years, five, six years to get animals out of just disgusting places. Bobby Brink began her professional career as a flight attendant in 1990, but she soon realized that wasn't for her. Next, she became a restaurateur, but eventually she and her husband's life paths led them here. They opened this place in 2002. She says nowadays, her most rewarding moments come from visitors who arrive not knowing anything about the exotic animal trade, but leave educated and motivated to do something about it. Someday, Brink hopes there won't be a need for places like lions, tigers, and bears. 
That is a sanctuary's job, is to try to be putting sanctuaries out of business. But until that day arrives, Brink, her staff, and her volunteers will continue to expand this special place by building more habitats and by doing the daily work of making life as good as it can be for these animals who have suffered so much. And that reporting from KPBS's John Carroll. And that's it for the podcast today. Be sure to catch KPBS Midday Edition at noon on KPBS Radio or check out the Midday Edition podcast. You can also watch KPBS Evening Edition at 5 o'clock on KPBS Television. And as always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Annika Colbert. Thanks for listening and have a great day. KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu.